seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Stoop Kids Podcast. We're kicking it with Kai. It's your boy, Ralphie. And it's G. And you're back for another episode of our Sick Flick series. What is this, part five? Yeah, I think so. Nah. I don't know. Nah, it's four. Nah, I think Stoop Brothers was, Step Brothers was four. Regardless, I, I like the three. <laughs> Regardless. Isn't this not three? Because wasn't it, wasn't it Soul, Stoop Brothers, and Goldfinger? Goldeneye, Goldeneye. Oh. Golden eye, so it's full. I think we're on five, but regardless, no, it doesn't it doesn't matter because we're talking about one of my favorite movies of all time, 2010 mm. classic. I say, The Social Network, directed by mm. David Fincher, written by Aaron Sorkin, starring Jesse Eisenberg, Andrew Garfield, Justin Timberlake, Army Hammer, and and just a and an all star all around all star cast. Gentlemen, matter of fact, Greg. G, what did you think of the movie? Seeing as you're the only one of us that has not seen this, I'm gonna keep it a buck. <clears throat> I, I had no intention on ever watching this movie ever in my life, but I must say, I, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I, I enjoyed it. Um, even I was being bothered uh, midway through the movie. Um, somebody called me and I did not pick up the phone mm. because I, I, I was just so in it. And you, you know. You know, in a sense, I feel like this movie has an ambiguous ending where, you know, you kind of just left off at a place. Yeah. And you kind of don't really like that with movies, but I thought it was perfect. It, it just happened perfectly. I was fine with it. And the fact that it is based on real, real knowledge is kind of like, okay, you know what happens next. But yeah. honestly, I thought, it, I thought it was packaged great. Like, it was, because it, it's just like, when you think about, okay, the social network, like, they're making a movie about how Facebook was created, like. How entertaining is that going to be? Just from the layman, you know, just especially me. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm, the movie's fucking great. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. And, and what you said about the ending, I was ready to watch another hour of this movie. Like, when it ended, it, it right. really felt abrupt. I was like, wait, nah. Like, I thought they just, like, ran out of budget or something. I was like, where's, mm-hmm. where's the rest of this movie? And that's honestly, like, the most disappointing part of the film is that it's not longer. That there's not more of the story. Well, there is, but it's just not, it's not on film. But, yeah. What about you, Ralphie? Uh, I enjoyed this movie. You know, what's, what's weird is that uh, I watched it, you know, when it first came out uh, in 2010, 2011, something like that. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't, not that I didn't understand it, but I, it was kind of just like in the background one day I was just watching it. And like, mm-hmm. I, I like the dialogue because Aaron Sorkin is, you know, obviously a fantastic writer, but I didn't follow the movie fully. Right. Um, when I watched it literally four days ago, that was the first time I actually really sat down and, and watched it in full. It, it's an incredible movie, man. Yeah, but I I I love the script though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember watching this movie in 2010. Um, I had a bootleg copy of it. It just around my house. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> and because it because it was one of those movies. I remember the advertisings for it, and it was and nothing really gripped me about it. And I think I was just bored, you know. And I I popped it in, and I was glued to the screen. I I don't know what it. I wasn't the 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 big you know movie fanatic that I am today. So like I wasn't like pointing out cinematography and music and but like subconsciously I think all of that stuff like resonated into just like uh, 
an entertaining ex- ex- experience. Cause like, I don't know what it was about that movie, but at the time it was just like, it made me feel smart. You know what I mean? Like I felt like a smarter person for watching it. I felt like I was like constantly learning stuff and it's just a fun movie. You know what I mean? Just having two people sit across from a, from a table and have this interesting conversation that's like very chaotic that's jumping all over the place and then to just get hit with a gut punch like yo i'm breaking up with you and then from that to just jump into like mark making making the site and then from there it's just like and a non-stop thrill ride in a movie yeah. when in a movie where no one gets punched nothing gets blown up you know no characters get hurt physically but for some reason there's still stakes mm-hmm. it's so suspenseful and it's like the whole time you're just like yo I want Mark to be all these motherfuckers in court. I want I want him to be all of them. Oh yeah. Like the whole time you're just thinking that. Yeah. And um one thing I I have to praise this movie for is its editing because the way the story's told, it would be so easy to get confused and not know what's going on. By the third yeah. by the by the third time they switch and you realize what's going on, the, that they're in the middle of two law that he's in the middle of two lawsuits. And then they're telling this third, and they're telling the story, and it's kind of cutting between the two lawsuits. It's like you get it, and it's like that would have been really easy to fuck up. Because I even think of movies that play with um, that play with editing, like you know Quentin Tarantino, um, Pulp Fiction, and 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 The Kill, Kill Bill. Bill. Yeah, right. and those movies with their editing and their, the way they t- jump around, I get confused. I don't know when what's taking place you know, just because he shoots things out of order. And it's what makes him a great director, but it does lose me and it takes me a couple of watches to, to catch on. With this movie, I was able to get it immediately. I was like, oh, okay, he's being sued by him and then he's being sued by them at the same, and then they're telling the story all concurrently, which was dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, do you do you guys, uh, are you guys fans of Mark Zuckerberg? As far as like in the context of the movie, like did, at, at the end of the movie, did you like Mark Zuckerberg or not really a fan of this guy. I I liked him. I I think I think he works as an anti-hero. I don't think that you want him to you don't want him to like get his, but you kind of want him to, you know, get better. You want him to be a better person. You know, like mm-hmm. I, at no point I was like, oh, do I want Mark to get punched in the face? I don't think he's deserving of getting punched in the face. Cuz at the end of the day, look at look at what we're looking at. We're looking at a bunch of privileged Harvard graduates arguing over billions of dollars. I don't really fucking feel bad for any of them because at the end of the day, regardless if they get their money or not, they're all, they come from, they all come from wealthy, rich families. They're all going to be okay in the world. So, you know, the, while the betrayals were big, I wasn't like, it was Mark fucking around being a douchebag to other douchebags. I don't think, I think, I don't think any of these. You, you think Eduardo was a douchebag though? Yeah, I, I was about to say, yeah, I like Eduardo. I like, I like, I like Eduardo too, but what I'm saying is with that is, when you look, when you when you take the when you take the when you take the privilege and the lives that these kids have lived, the mm-hmm. their stakes of being fucked over aren't as great as you know. When I hear when I know because I you know my dad has a I'm really renowned in like you know music and knowing about past deals where like poor people get fucked over in in situations. Yeah. So when it's like you're arguing about when you're when these kids are arguing about that, I'm not really Nobody's mad, struggling here. Yeah, I'm not really. A, is mad at I'm not mad at Mark the way I would be is if he was fucking over poor people. You know what I mean? Eduardo's going Eduardo's going to be just fine. The Winklevosses are going to be just fine. Divian Arendra is going to be just fine. You know what I mean? So like I that's why I thought you know Mark outsmarting all these other and screwing over all these other people was kind of it just it was like oh okay. 
I feel bad for a water though, man. He didn't have to do his, his friend like that. Oh, and like, cause, and especially in the context of the movie, they, I don't know if it's true in real life, but they made it seem like he was jealous of him getting into what Phoenix House. That, is that yeah, what? The, the final club. Yeah, the I, final I didn't club. Think Sean, I'm I'm sorry. I I never I, I never saw it as um, Mark was was jealous of him because of that. They try I to think, make it seem like that though. Yeah, or at and least it, put okay. the, the doubt into your mind. And then an, another thing is, you really have to take personal responsibility into in, into it because you know i also i also read the book and you know where is like yes mark is in the wrong eduardo it did make his own fair share of mistakes you know canceling the canceling the account without having a yeah. conversation with his friend was fucked up you know he, there was there, there were petty jealousies on both sides and the fact is like when he sat down and signed those contracts without reading them without his lawyers and you're a business major at harvard that's a foolish foolish mistake yeah. So. Big facts. <clears throat> you just got to be in the game. And, and you know what? And honestly, I'm not saying to, I'm not here to say like Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is the role model here, but it's just like you, you just, you just see a guy like, like any human being, any, any American person that wants to be an entrepreneur that has an idea and you wants to see it come to fruition, you know, and you actually see the type of shit you have to go through. You know, you have to take ideas from here and there. Some yeah. toes might get stepped on, and at the end of the day, there's repercussions. And you know, it's funny. Somebody just told me it was like people don't get rich not taking losses. And this movie just showed it. Like that's a fact. And uh, uh, another thing is, this movie is a lot of pots calling kettle kettle blacks. You know, like it's a lot yeah. of people. You know, calling one another like a, a, an asshole or calling someone pretentious. But it's like you're all fucking pretentious. You know, it's like the the, the whole idea of. You know, Eduardo did think he was walking around, like, going to walk around and be the business end of the company without control. There was no reason, like, just jumping around. Eduardo should have been in Silicon Valley. You know, you know Mark is your boy. You should not be letting him anywhere near Sean Parker. You know what I mean? Like, you know this guy's a weasel. You And you know, and like he said, Mark needs to be protected. Mark is not, Mark is a programmer. He's not the business guy. You're the business guy. So if you're not, if you don't keep your eye on your friend, someone's going to come around and scoop him up without even knowing. Mark didn't. Mark didn't really know what was going on in, in that regard. You know what I mean? He wasn't poisoning his ear. He's not paying attention. He's, you know what I mean? He's really like the, he's. He he's, just sees a superstar. He's, he's the deer in the headlights, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But, um, That's a big fact. Go on, go oh, on. Uh, oh, go, go ahead, Malik. I'm sorry. No, no. I just wanted to jump back into the opening scene. Cause um, what did you guys think of that? Cause the opening scene, I think sets the, tone for the entire movie you know that the dialogue in this movie is going to be very chaotic all over the place very mm -hmm. fast talking and you know very interesting you know what i mean like I, a lot of movies you don't really pay attention to dialogue that much a lot of times they're just driving the story this one it's now we're just gonna it's gonna be a movie of conversations so how did that first conversation like prepare you for the rest of the film the opening scene is actually my favorite uh scene of the whole movie only because one, it sets the tone as, like you said, how the dialogue is going to go. Um, kind of introduces you to Mark Zuckerberg. Prior to that, I don't know how many interviews he was doing, so I don't know if anybody really knew, uh, you know, what his personal life was. Of a person he is. Yeah, you could kind of see that he's like thinking a, a million miles a minute. He's com he's having two separate conversations in the same conversation. And the other thing is too, yes, the script is amazing, but the performances. Uh, this girlfriend's played by, uh, I guess, a cameo appearance by Rooney Mara. Mm -hmm. But Jesse Eisenberg does a, a phenomenal. This is the best performance he's had in his career. Yeah, you know, I agree. this is it, it's this and the Lex Luthor. 
But uh, uh <laughs> don't, please don't ever do that again. Yeah, that was that was a complete joke. But no, man, Jesse Eisenberg kills it in this role, man. Everyone does, but Jesse yeah. Eisenberg he kills Mark Zuckerberg. Bro, no, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do love this scene, but I'm stuck between um him and Sean. No, him and Sean, him, Sean, and 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 Eduardo at dinner, the first meeting where uh I think what you everything you just said about uh. Jesse Eisenberg, I say about just Justin Timberlake when when he walks into the restaurant, pays for dinner, and is just like shooting the shit and going through every and going through everything, and I, and he has so he has so many quotable lines there where I think he's like he's where he makes the analogy about catching the one big fish or catching the million the million small fish, and then he and then he just walks out and he's like drop the the, sounds cleaner, and then and then the way it's cut mm-hmm. between Eduardo talking, about, he's like I'm not a psychiatrist, <laughs> and and then that, the lawyer's like well it's good that we have that on the on the record yes and then she's like right. not a psychiatrist but what and then he's like and then it cuts back to to justin timberlake being paranoid as shit and it's just like it's so fast talking you're like damn i would like i wish i was at that dinner table or like even at the dinner table next to it to hear that conversation yes it's just crazy how like that that scene just showed to me like yo snakes come in all shapes and sizes bro snakes they get to them make it bro snakes 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 are going to be the best dressed they're going to be the, the most mm-hmm. talking they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have what looks like money, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You you know my, my, my biggest thought about the opening scene was, <clears throat> so so at this time, um, my man um Eric he, he's he's not a he's not a senior, right? Who? Eric Eduardo, um, my man Zuckerberg and Eduardo they're not seniors, right? No, he's a sophomore. Nah, they're like sophomores in college. Yeah. So how were they in a bar? He said it. She used to sleep with the door guy. <laughs> oh, right. he, he does mention that. So the only reason we're able to, to get in because you sleep with the door. Like, they, they got actually, they got actually beers Kai. in a dorm. They were best friends. Watch I know. Watch them out. <laughs> yeah, what I will say, what I will say, um, what I will say, Mark is terrible for is what he does when he writes the terrible, terrible blog in the beginning, and he and he calls her a bitch, and he's like, she has a B he cup, drunk, stand, though. which stands for barely, barely nothing there. Mm. Yeah, that was OD. That was the worst Bars. part. I saw. Yo, that, but, my, that hurt my heart. Yo, but like the genius of the movie for that to come back around and when she tells him off at the in the restaurant and mm-hmm. she says that that fantastic line where she's like the pencil isn't written in isn't written in pencil. The internet's not written in pencil, it's written in ink. And you chose to publish that shit. Because every mm-hmm. thought that goes through your head is so creative. And she's just like letting him have it. <laughs> it is. And, what, and what's great about that scene too, it, it kind of it motivates Mark yeah. to like, all right, mm-hmm. now we gotta expand. And especially BU. Right. We gotta go to BU. Why BU? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bitches get money. That's what Mark was on. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Not nah, because prior that to that, you know, Eduardo was the one that really wanted to expand the company and, um, yeah. you know, go like to go out West to like 10 other Ivy League schools. And Mark was like, mm-hmm. nah, but once he got this and, and the fact that she had never heard of Facebook at that point still, it's like, nah, we got to expand. Yeah, but I wonder how true that is. I, I don't think he'd ever admit it, but I would like to understand. You know, know well, if well, the girlfriend was the girlfriend was fictional. The oh, okay, Rudy, Rudy okay. character wasn't real. She was for the screen. Um, oh. and if you watch any Mark Zuckerberg interviews or see him, like when they actually cover, he's not like Jesse Eisenberg's character at all. You know, like mm-hmm. he was definitely like this exaggerated character to enhance the movie. Mark Zuckerberg, okay, he, he he does he, he doesn't he, talk to people like he's pompous, like no. like he's on top of a throne. No, I no, figured no. that too. 
Yeah, uh, because it, when he it, came to Nigeria and everybody said he, they loved him, like he was a very nice person. Yeah, that that was all for entertainment value. Like even like the way he speaks and he's like I've seen the the interviews when he was making Facebook. He was bro. He was like he was a college kid. He was chilling and he was chilling in his in his frat and not his frat house, but no, I think he wasn't a frat. He was chilling in his frat house, like drinking out of red solo cups, like just chilling. Like yo, this is yeah, this is what we're working on. Da da da. This is what we got going on mm-hmm. and shit. He was very relaxed in comparison. Which I can understand why Mark didn't want to see this movie when it came, when it first came out. What? Okay, so the um, the the whole part, the blogging part, that's also um, dramatized too. I think that is dramatized. I don't think I don't think that okay. that really happened. But because and, because they 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 also kind of added that in the lawsuit, basically, because like with the timing, where they were like, okay, like you had to be working on this because while at the same time you were blogging this, and they kind of yeah. like caught him at that time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, what'd you guys think of the Winklevosses? I was about to bring them up, man. But yeah, uh, Army Hammer does a great job. And the first time I watched this movie, I didn't realize they, I thought it was actually twins. Like I, I, yeah, I didn't say the concept of having two, two of the same actor. Like, I don't know. I, to, to me, it was just like that. No, it has to be actual twins. Yeah. Uh, but now Army Hammer does a, a, a great job. In this movie. I think this is like kind of the first time we ever introduced him as an actor. Yeah. Um, and I kind of felt bad for them. They did have a somewhat original idea, I, I, uh, but Mark I just took too. it over. But you know yeah, what? Be, the, just put steroids in that. Yo, but they're such they're such great antagonists. Like <laughs> I love the. Are part. they antagonists though? They're antagonists yeah. in, in terms of yeah. that Mark is the protagonist of the story. Like you kind of follow Mark. But is Mark an actual a protagonist? It's a it's by it's by point of view. So I mean, if Why I'm viewing Mark, be annoying. if I'm viewing Mark, no, the, but my th- my thing is, what's know, so antagonistic mean, about the well? First of all, boss. first of all, antag- being an antagonist does not mean you're the bad guy. Being an antagonist means that you're working against the protagonist. So even so, I'm just saying. So if 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 in a movie like this where you can kind of pick who you want who you want to root for, if I'm rooting for Mark and he's my protagonist, who I'm following and rooting for, uh, anyone working against him is an antagonist. So that would make the Winklevosses the antagonist. Now, if you're rooting for the Winklevosses, then Mark is the protagonist. I mean, is the is is the antagonist? Well, I, well, going back to your point earlier, I'm not rooting for any of them. They're all quite privileged young men. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't think the Winklevosses did anything different than I would have done had I been the one to come up with that idea. I would have sued them too. I wouldn't have gone to the uh, the president of Harvard. That the which is an, which is amazing. Which is a hilarious scene. It is a hilarious scene. Uh, I just didn't uh, want that short man to get that money. That's all. <laughs> short. The, oh, the, the, the third wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> that's all. Because, because, because the, I, honestly, I'm amazed that it was the same actor, but the one with the lighter personality, like, you know, he was more focused on okay, like, even though he did sell my idea, okay, I still do have a life. I still can carry myself as a gentleman, even though I've been screwed over. There's a way about mm-hmm. going about things. So, you know, so I felt, I felt a little for him, like, all right, even though you're in a fucked up situation right now, at least your mind is cool, you know how to head it. But, you know, it, it shows, it, I love this movie because it just shows you human behavior where it's like, all right, now you can push somebody, but so far. Mm-hmm. And then once you hear about something, especially when it's popping, especially even how they were even introduced to Facebook when they were, when, when they were in England, like, I would have been like, what? Yeah. Nah. 
But you know, and, and then, yo, and then another, uh, uh, one of the few funny parts of the movie is like, yeah, man, that's a shame that race was so close, so close, so uh, close. <laughs> well, it's funny you say one of the few funny. I think this movie is hilarious. I laughed. It's I got find some, some funny part. I find so I find so much humor in this entire movie. Like the scene where he, um, they're sitting there and he's like, "Oh, I want to sue," and he's like, "Well, we can't sue. We're gentlemen of Harvard. You're gonna think it's stupid." And then he's like explaining him, and then he, there's like that that there's like a beat. And he goes, you thought he was the only one that was going to think that was stupid? Mm. Like, it, it's, this movie's so clever. But I want to talk about something that I feel like isn't really talked about, um, which is the music in this movie. Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails um, composed it along with Atticus Ross. And it's so subtle, but it's so great. I think it won Best Original Score at the Oscars that year. And oh. the dir- 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 like, yeah, it's just so simple. But for some reason, it, it's, it's good. It's, and it's so appropriate for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I was like I was saying, um, another great scene—the scene in the club where, um, where Sean Parker is explaining the history of Victoria's Secret to Mark and sh- like telling him like why you don't get like why you don't sell, why you don't allow anyone to fuck you out of your idea. And I think it's, I think it's beautiful, and I think like one of the things that's one of the things that I've always kind of stood by was like when you have an idea or you have a company or you you own something you always hold on to it and it's like yeah they'll they'll throw they'll throw you money they'll throw you a lot of money but only because they know that they're gonna just throw you more and like we see that millions and millions of times throughout history i mean you see it with like george lucas and star wars you've seen it with um companies that like like people that started music labels and it ended up selling it and then it ends up becoming even disney's doing that shit right now buying everything buying up what they can from anyone just give them a couple billion dollars but they're only giving you a billion dollars because they know that they're gonna make three six times ten that. times more than ten that, times yeah. that. and that could be and that could be yours and i love that scene when he tells him like yo mark the uh the water at the bottom of the golden gate bridge is freezing cold and we see to this day mark still is in control of that company and he has the the and he has the the card that says i'm the ceo bitch is that real he actually has a car like that he did i actually read i read up some uh, facts he used to have he used to carry, he used to carry two business cards he had the regular ones and then he had ones that said that <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That's hilarious. I would done the same thing. Yeah, why not? I, 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 I'm, I'm even glad he, 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 even my man Sean got arrested. Like he looked at the cards and realized how stupid of a motherfucker he really was. Like, and he bro, finally realized Sean was no good. Yeah, man. It took a lot of people to home. get hurt. Mm-hmm. I got. I will. I have to say, I, I respect. I respect Sean because Sean weaseled his way into like being OD. like two bit, like two billion dollars. He owns seven percent of the company. That's a lot. He was a billionaire. Poor. He was yeah. doing bad. He got sued by every fucking company ever. Damn bad. Oh, and another another famous another uh, hilarious line that he gives to Eduardo is like, he goes, "Yeah, you know, I um the music companies will suffer for their sins or whatever." He's like, "But they didn't suffer. You lost." He's like, "In court." He's like, "You still lost, Sean." He's like, "Yeah, you want to buy a Tower Records?" <laughs> I was like. Like yo, fam, I, I single handedly crippled the entire music industry. Don't talk to me about shit. That ass though, he really did. But um, I think favorite scene goes for me is the end where he storms out of the the room when when Eduardo storms out the room after finding out he's been fucked over and slams Mark's um, laptop down and he yeah. just tells him off and he's like, "Sorry, I left my product at the cleaners along with my flip flops, you pretentious douchebag." And it's just like that's 
everything the movie's been building up to, like their friendship from the beginning to all their like going back and forth, their their petty jealousies and squabbles. It builds up to that one moment where it's like these guys will never be friends again. Such a shame. Yo, this movie's a you know what, Pete? This movie's a Greek tragedy, like a modern day Greek tragedy with no death. Yeah. At two Brutus. At two. Yeah. This was like the Odyssey. It was like, all right, let's just take the killing out. Wild betrayal. But put, yeah, put, 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 put a couple. Um, oh, I mean, it, 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 and it do has those, those those sexual scenes too. So it definitely is a good. Yeah, man. Brenda Song. A couple bad. Oh, why, why doesn't Brenda Song get get more work? Yo, Brenda Song what, is, a, is a very attractive, talented young woman. She gets no work. Shorty went from the sweet life to the neck life, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet life to the neck. Slanging that neck. <laughs> what? Don't hey, yo, Shorty was crazy too. Nah, she did have a good, even though her role, she had a good little perfect role too with enough screen time. Man, no, no, I, I enjoyed. No, I enjoyed her role. I That's enjoyed. why I was like, I wanted to, I want to see, I want to see more of her. I know she's, yeah. she got to still be out here working. Yo, she, yo, Brenda Holland. I mean, make something. She's happen. probably on TV somewhere. Yeah, talk to talk to me. Pull up. But um, I mean, if no one else has anything else to say about this look i could talk about this movie forever and i probably will as long as we continue to have a podcast but you know just wanted to make this a quick one this is one of my personal yeah. favorites gee it was really important that you see this yeah it you, was. you want me over with this one i ain't going it was home. essential good shit i don't know about essential you feel me but um you know we've been on a streak um what um gold gold member and uh, golden eye yeah. i'm never gonna get this thing. all right next next Jeff next not gold member next movie has to be trash Trash? Trash. I need to bash some shit. I've been, I've been, I've, I've been too nice. I need to, yo, I haven't loaded a clip in like six months. It's, it's been a while. It's so a while. we gotta, we gotta watch some trash shit. That's but, right, we could do that. But, if you guys don't have anything else, can't say, stress it more enough, stay off the stoop, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. <laughs>